Everybody, my television show, Trip Flip, premieres Sunday night, March 17th at 8 p.m. 7 Central on Travel Channel. Set your DVRs, tell your friends, and as always, go to birdbirdbird.com. It's the Birdcast. Yep. All right, we're recording. So, yeah, I'm... You'd be shocked. You know what I was thinking last night? I was like, I'm looking for the remote control to turn the TV off. You know what I was thinking last night? I don't think that me and you have had very many sober conversations. <laughs> well, this is the soberest one right here. Uh, Brian, I hate to say this to you, but can you please talk into the mic? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you told people that? Uh, t- so many times. Yeah. So many times. I got it. It's nice. Uh, in the man cave, Brian, Red Band Reichel. Yay. Hi. How'd you get the nickname Red Band? Uh, I was a projectionist a long time ago. Growing up in Ohio, I pretty much was a projectionist most of my life, like maybe 10 years. Like and, worked at a movie theater? Yeah. Did you, read, did you read Patton Oswalt's book, Werewolves and Lollipops? No. He I've was heard a projectionist too, yeah. I think. I used to do the cool stuff too, like where they even had it in Fight Club. Before Fight Club even existed, I did this. I took uh, Basic Instinct. Uh, the scene where she uncrosses her legs. Yeah. I had snipped that part out because it was hot back then. That yeah. was like porn back then. Yeah. Uh, and I would take frames and slice them into other movies. So, like, you'd be sitting there watching Terminator 2 or something like that. And out of nowhere, you'd just see, like, this quick flash. Flash of bush? But it would be a flash of uh, basic instinct That's bush. fucking... Did it, wait, you had to, like, actually... Just making sure we're recording. You had to actually... Like cut and paste the movies. Yeah, they would come in uh, in like reels, and you'd have to take these reels and put them together. What do they come in now? They still well, they still do come in reels, but most movie theaters nowadays have just like pretty much just a computer hooked up to a, a projector, so yeah. you're watching just a a movie on a computer, pretty much. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So we so so, so go back. Sorry. So, so go, going back, uh, I'm the worst interviewer because I I've I think of things in the middle of someone replying to something right. and then i changed the entire fucking scope of the conversation <laughs> so back back in the day they used to come with movie trailers and the movie trailers used to have this sticker around them a green sticker and that means means that that trailer was uh, approved by all audiences there's no blood in the movie trailer uh one time i saw a red one it was meet wally sparks by uh um meet wally sparks with uh with um, uh, with uh, roddy dangerfield yeah with roddy dangerfield <laughs> it's like one of the last movies he made and he, they had a red band trailer and it had a red sticker and i'm like what the fuck is that red sticker i looked on it and it said red band trailer so that was when that time period was around where aol first came, was kind of coming out yeah and you needed a screen name one day i was like oh yeah that red band trailer was so cool so i typed in red band but it then it's like everyone's gonna think I'm in a band, so I just took out the D, and that's how I got Red Band. And it was just started off as an AOL screen name. And <laughs> man, mine was B Man Kills It. B Man Kills It. Yeah, because we used to we used to, uh, um, oh, fuck. I I gave myself like three nicknames in college. One, the first nickname I ever gave myself was right after right after I saw Minister Society. My buddy Ozzy got O Dog because O Dog was the the crazy motherfucker who killed the chat. You know, right, did you ever right. see Men yeah, Society? Yeah, yeah. And then and then um, and then uh, I gave myself because he had O Dog, and I said I'm the B Man. And so 
It was a, it was a joke. It was a joke nickname that we were like making fun of dudes who gave each other nicknames. So like I'm the B man, you're O dog. But then it, they became real fucking nicknames, <laughs> and then and, and then people would call me the B man, and it, my sisters call me B man still. They're like B man, what are you doing tonight? But it was a joke. Uh, my buddy Hutch got J Love. Um, uh, dude, we were really good at giving nicknames. There was a kid named Prism Fuck Toy. There was his name is Josh. No, yeah, Josh. No, he's PYT. Pretty young thing. Prism Fuck Toy was Derek Cooper. Um, nicknames. I've fucking. You know who gave great, great nicknames? Do you remember? Do you know? Did you ever meet Tony Woods? No. Tony Woods is a black comic. He used to call. He gave me the nickname Sugar Bear when we first moved to when I moved to New York, and he gave my buddy Tony Hernandez. He called him Tony Eyebrows because his eyebrows were so fucking big. <laughs> but oddly enough, so you got red bands. So, so uh, Jesus. So you were. What did you, what did you think you were going to do when you were in, like growing up? Um, did you I think you get to be into an actor in a, in a movie? Well, actually, I went through a phase where I wanted to be an artist, and then I was like, "Fuck that, I'm not gonna be an artist." And then I started working at movie theater so much. So I'm like, I want to make movies. I want to be Quentin Tarantino. So I wanted to be like an actor or or make movies. So uh, then I started getting into making movies, and that's how I met Rogan and everything like that. I, I tried to make my own little small movies for the internet, and uh, um. Then somehow I got into com- doing comedy in Ohio. Right before I moved to L.A., I started doing comedy, open mics and stuff. Then I stopped. And then uh, when I moved to L.A., Rogan tra- pretty much pushed me back on stage. And then you told your Bob Hope joke and you quit for four years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in Ohio right before I moved. Really? Yeah, it was the day Bob Hope died. And, and then I stopped. Because it, back in Ohio, to do uh, comedy, there's only like one comedy club. We're, we're in Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. which is hard as fuck to get on stage yeah. there. Yeah, funny bone. And there was so th- every time, every Monday, you would have to go there to audition just to do open mic. So Holy there was shit. like 75 people that would show up. Only like 12 people would get on stage. It took like a month, month and a half sometimes just to do three minutes. And it's that that area still that's uh, the best place in the world to do comedy i think because they're so strict that no one gets on the stage it isn't fucking great right. so then you go into that room it sells out every show i mean i've never done a show there even as an unknown comic which i've been my entire life now i go there and because you're from there i think ohio Ohio's probably the largest death squad community yeah, yeah. dude did i tell you what happened claim. to me this weekend no fucking you want to talk about the outreach of death squad I am in – I went to New Orleans. I'm shooting a pilot. Not New Orleans. Louisiana. Eunice, Louisiana. I'm shooting a, another pilot for travel. It's called Life of the Party. I, I can talk about it. I'm fucking so crazy about what I can and can't talk about right. in my career. So I go – so it's basically I'm going to a real – this is like the redneck Burning Man. This is the authentic Mardi Gras that the locals put on for themselves. You have to be in costume. You have to be wearing a mask. You – your, everyone's identity is completely and totally masked. There's it's thrown. The whole, there's two of them. One's like a very big community one, and the other one, the one we go to, is hardcore private. Only the people who have grown up knowing these people are going there. It's in the middle of a fucking field. It's thrown by this dude who just won a Grammy. Right? He's like a Zydeco fiddler, and it's. I'm talking. It is. I will say sketchy. It, it, you get the vibe that things could go fucking crazy any minute because everyone's a mask. Everyone's been drinking since 6 a.m. And I'm fucking nervous. And they're not being 100% cooperative with my film crew. And so I walk into the field. My film crew's at least 100 yards, 200 yards away from me being stopped and saying they're not allowed in. But I'm already in the field and I'm 
200 yards away from everyone, and there are dudes called villains. Like the, I think I'm saying it right. That they're wearing the, they're wearing. Brian, I can't oh, you fucking mean villains. Yeah, no, no, but it's in French. They're calling it villains. Everyone's speaking French because it's it's Cajun. Everyone's speaking French. Dudes are called villains, and they're wearing the the anonymous masks. Oh. But they're wearing anonymous masks made out of out of uh, window screens. Whoa! What it's, the fuck? It's I'm um, telling you, there's a dude with a handlebar mustache that looks like the guy from um, ga- Gangs in Streets of New York, Gangs of New York, right. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that guy? What's yeah. the fucking guy that's just Abe Lincoln? Yeah. They're, they're carrying around big, thick pieces of rope that are strapped to the hand, and they're whipping people, and and everyone's in fucking character. It is insane. I am not certain, but I am certain there are people had to be eating mushrooms, wow. and. I'm fucking nervous, and I don't have any beer because I'm I'm shooting, and I'm nervous. All of a sudden, some dude goes, Bert. And I was like, yeah, and he goes, I listen to all your podcasts, man. I listen to you on Rogan. I heard you on Tom, and he's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I've been hitting up Joey Diaz telling him he's got to come down here. And all of a sudden, I know one dude, which sparks into knowing like five dudes because he's got friends. They start bringing me beers, and because of those these podcasts, I all of a sudden go from feeling like a complete outsider to a total fucking insider. And everyone's like, here, hold my horse. Holy shit, you're the machine. It was – the guy's name is Jake. I tweeted him. I put him up on uh, – on Twitter the other day, but it was like the coolest fucking community. Back to the point, Death Squad's very big in Ohio. Yeah. But they're also very big. It's crazy to have that small community. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. And it's weird how many, like, people on Twitter put, like, uh, you know, they make handles, like Death Squad Ohio, Death, Death Squad, Squad Harlem. Florida. And you go to these, like, Florida, and there's, like, 200 people. Yeah. And I, I met, like, Death Squad. Flo- I just got back from West Palm Beach. How was that? Uh, great. Was it you, Ari, and Joe? Uh, Joey Diaz and Joey Joe. Oh, I thought Ari went for some reason. Yeah, no. Okay. No, we've just been talking about Ari a lot lately. He's freaking out on TSA agents lately, and it's what uh, he. All right, you need to listen to. There's a podcast that uh, Joe and Ari did, the last one that they just did, and Ari has this new thing now where he doesn't think the TSA. He's calling them idiots. And he won't take off his shoes, and he's causing a big scene and going to every single employee. He's like, you know, you, you need to get a new job. This, you know, like he's causing scenes. And what he, the fuck? I know. He, he's what he's going to do is fly he's under get, the radar, Ari. No. Yeah, exactly. And I've he's never get banned. He's, I I don't talk when I'm in an airport. I don't speak to anybody because first of all, I'm usually very drunk. Right. So the second I start talking, I'm not going to be allowed to fly on a plane. <laughs> so like that's I, I remember one time I was on a plane with this doctor and I got cut off. He was sitting next to me he had a medicine bag and everything, and I was very I was like 26 and I got cut off drinking and and because I was shouting, I was shouting because I had noise reduction headsets on. The plane's loud. I'm drunk. I'm slurring. And he leans over to me. He goes, "You're talking entirely way too much." I said, really? And he goes, yeah, watch me. She comes by, and he just, two fingers, taps on the top of her, his glass, and she nods, brings him back another scotch. And I'm like, so I stopped talking from that day forward. Wow. I never, I don't fucking speak on planes. Yeah, I see, I look at it as, I, every time I go there, I talk to the TSA agents. They're nice. I'll smile. They're happy. I mean, I, I'll say hi. And, yeah. And I'm like, it's not like I feel like I'm being, doing doing something like it's horrible. Yeah. He's looking at it as, as if, if. They, they shouldn't be doing anything. He should just be able to walk right on that plane and everything. And then he's like stating facts like, you know, they, they have only found one bomb in, you know, 15 years. And like, yeah, because they're there. If they weren't there, there would be tons of people putting up trying yeah. to fucking kill us. Look at the, There's people running around the streets at schools. So, tons, wait, so wait, I just realized this. So 
so you when you met Joe, you you didn't know, like you met Joe and then you moved to L.A. and you met everyone through Joe. Um, I what what happened is I I was like the beginning of the Death Squad Ohio. Imagine that, like he would come to Ohio or anywhere near the Midwest. I I even drove to Baltimore once, which was like eight hours away or something. And I would meet some of the comics through that on the road. Like it was a good six months to a year where uh, I would fly out and make short little movies for Joe and then send it to him. And then he was like, hey, one day. He's and you like, guys weren't doing the Joe show yet? No, this was this was me just like, hey, can I come to your show and film a bunch of shit and try to make a movie for you for your, your website? And he'd be like, of course, here's free tickets, you know. Yeah. And then I would do that. And this was before YouTube. This is when you had to. Uh, like m- compress it down to like a really small file just so you can yeah. put it on your website so you can download it in an hour. Remember How days? things have changed I so know. much. Like we were just talking, I was just talking about you can on my Apple TV, you can just get on Hulu and watch anything. Yeah. Fucking anything. I mean, the internet, the, the internet's changing everything in a weird way. You've been at the forefront of that since the beginning of this, of your career. Yeah. I've been, AOL 1.0, you know, I've been going through the whole thing. Really? Um, I've, you know, started off at the beginning of Photoshop. Podcast. I, I remember flash. I remember listening to the first incarnations of the of what now is the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. And I remember it was I remember it was like the three of you guys all sitting on a couch reading, reading like people would like email you stuff. Oh yeah. And you'd be like, "Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, we have one of those." Yep, yeah, yeah. And it even started before that. I, I before we even did the Joe Rogan podcast, I would I've been trying to get him at before we did the podcast, I've been trying to get Joe to do some kind of interaction with the fans, some kind of like just live show for a while cuz I we would go to these cities and we would go on radio stations and it was always the best show. Like yeah. it blew the other guys away and afterwards they're just like that was one of the greatest shows ever. And I'm like, "Joe, you need to get a radio show or you need to so then I started bringing the laptop to uh, green rooms and comedy clubs, and I would hit start in the green room and just be like, hey, look, we're talking to the fans. They can see us right now. And yeah. and that worked a little bit. You know who really hated it, though? Joey, Joey Diaz. Diaz. I knew that in a fucking – which is so crazy because he is now a fucking multimedia conglomerate. Yes. Like he is – he does his podcast every fucking morning, talks to fans all, every fucking day on Twitter, he distinctly yeah. One of the only times that me and Joey Diaz or like ever really bumped heads really was at uh, Cobb's in San Francisco, and I had it on, and I think it confused Joey because back then he was just like a pager and he did not like technology <laughs> like then, at he was all. Just a pager. And so I think he wanted me to turn it off, and he got so mad at me, like grabbed my hands, like turn it off, and like I just remember he was like twisting my hand once. I'm like, oh my god, I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now he's just all over the. Place. Well, he's taking it. I've I'm, I. I remember right when I was doing that cleanse and I was, and we were, me and him were doing coffee like every fucking day. Now I'm back on the road. I haven't seen him in like two, I haven't seen him in like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were doing coffee every day, that's when I think they, him and Felicia stopped doing theirs together. And he was like, he was like, dog, I just get up every fucking morning. I'll do a fucking podcast every fucking morning. And it's now I go on when I'm on the road and he's like, we're going live. Georgia, what's happening now? Yeah. I'll hit it on my fucking phone and watch it. I, I almost want to say he's introduced to me to new fucking media like he's got i think he's got to deal with someone or but there's an i have an app on my phone based on this on the church of what's happening now and who he does it live streams it through right 
Yeah, he. I mean, and it, I, I, I always fall asleep about the time he starts that. So I'll see that tweet. And I'll be laying in bed drunk and just watch it while I'm drunk, and then wake up and it's over. But uh, yeah, I, I love that. I like his little lead to the little Tom Segura guy. That that, that yeah, you know, like little Tommy. He's uh, yeah. He's he's. He, I've got his his cookies right there. Oh yeah. He bought he bought Girl Scout cookies from That's Georgia. All and his Isla. cookies? <laughs> no, no, no. But he did buy a lot of fucking cookies. And then you know, I, this is what I love about Joe. He goes, I just brought from the little one, not the big one, right? And I went, right, I think. And he goes, good, she's the princess. <laughs> you got a lot of cookies. Dude, Girl Scout cookies are fucking amazing. I don't know why they don't sell them in stores. Why don't they sell them all, yeah, all year round, like the Caramel Delights? And why do they keep on changing the names? No, they don't. I don't think they've changed the names, have no? they? Samoas have always been Samoas. Are you sure? Yeah. I thought they used to be called Caramel Delights. Oh, I hashtagged um, Samoas, son. Like, some, capital Samoa, and then son. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize there's a fucking gang called the Sons of Samoa. And so I got a lot of, like, what do you know about the Sons of Samoa? And I was like, motherfucker, I'm talking about the cookies. Right. <laughs> I'm talking about Girl Scout cookies, not gangs. It was weird with that shooter that just popped the other day. Uh, he, did you see the list of the comics? Did you read his manifesto? Uh, and, and there was a part where he goes, oh, and uh, the following comics I like, you know, Louis C.K. What? Yeah. The list- fucking, the, 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 the black dude who. Yeah, or- the L. Cool J. Wait, L. Cool J. <laughs> wait, who, wait who did, what comics did he like? Did I just he- remember uh, Jeff Ross was on it, and I asked him on a podcast, I'm like, what was that like? He kind of, he's he didn't even want to say anything. He was like freaked out about it. But I remember uh, Louis C.K. Uh, I remember I think Ellen was on there. Like all these really random people. Guy was fucking. And the Hangover movie. Did you hear about the Hangover movie? No. He in one part. I mean, this is pretty much you're about to die. You're going through your life, and you want to say thanks to people, and like you know, and stuff like that. And then he gets to this part, and he he's like Todd. Who's the guy from The Hangover? Todd Anderson or Todd? Todd yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the creator of Hangover. He's like, I really love the Hangover series. I'm really bummed that I probably won't be able to watch Hangover 3. Uh, he's like, but after that, you should probably stop because you don't want to like ruin the series. And oh, the second and first what one. What fucking <laughs> creepy. You know what's crazy is the night, after they, the night after they killed him, I heard one dude on the news going, yeah, well, we got to point out that he did let a lot of people go. And I was like, on news, and I was like, uh, in my head, I'm like, and? Yeah. And he was like, well, the, you know, he only killed the people he said he was going to kill. And I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. No, he no. still killed a fucking dude's daughter. That is. That's fucked up. Like. Yeah. That's crazy. That is. She had nothing to do with anything. That's fucking nothing. Just an, literally, like, that, I, man, I can't imagine killing one person. Right. Let alone, let alone fucking, I, I don't know, I can't even put my head around it. I don't I Especially <laughs> people's kids. Isla woke up this morning and her earring had pulled into <gasps> her ear. Oh, fuck. In, Brian, the fucking diamond, not diamond, but the rock, the cubic zirconia, right. was, you couldn't see it. It was inside, inside her ear. Hole. Oh. She was like, something's wrong with my earring to my to Leanne. And Leanne fucking freaked out and was like, Bert, wake up. It's like six in the morning. I come in. And I go, what's the matter? She goes, her earring. And I said, I said it's out. She goes, it's not out. And you see the back is still there. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's inside her ear. And we couldn't – we were like – I was like, 
Leanne's like, what do we do? And I was like, I just looked at it. I was like, honey, this is going to hurt like a bitch. But we got to push it. Like, it's like a fucking arrow. You got to push it through. Right. And we, that fucking kid. Did you, did you ever have your ears pierced? Yeah. Like, oh, you kidding me? I did it myself once at a party. That's what men did. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think I drank pee that day, too, because I think it was in high school. It was a high school party. Yeah. The guy goes, let me pierce your ear. And then he took a potato and a pen and, like, shoved it in my ear. And I was like, ah. And I was drinking, like. It's my phone. I was drinking like crazy, and then uh, everyone started laughing. I'm like, "Like you just drink pee," and I'm like, "What?" But it, I think if I drank pee, it would taste like pee. It, it, it tastes like beer, but uh, it always haunted me that I was like, "Fuck!" I just that was did I drink pee? <laughs> Horrible story. I don't know what I'm talking. About. No, I'm fucking. I, I uh, Ryan Rodriguez pierced my ears in uh, in ninth grade. It was like the thing. Me, came in, Sean Hooker, and Spencer all sat in the bathroom, and Ryan Rodriguez went through with the same earring. Just AIDS. Could have just oh. ate it up our fucking heads. Same earring. Pierced it, and then you took the one that you – the one was like the sharp one, and then we all put our earrings in, and we felt like fucking men. Left I, side? Yeah, fuck yeah. Gay, right? Only gays had the right side. <laughs> Until you're in college, and you're like, uh, gay. Both sides. Gay guys suck dick. I, it doesn't have anything to do with the earrings. Right. I remember my dad thought I was gay, though, because when I pierced my ears, he was like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think my parents thought I was gay most, and everyone in school probably thought I was gay most of my life. <laughs> because, like, in high school, I just hung out with all the girls. Like, I yeah. just hung out, which was awesome, because I hung out with all the hottest girls. But yeah. I didn't have, like... You I still do. Two guy friends, but... Yeah, I know. I don't I think gay. anyone ever thought... I don't think anyone ever thought I was gay. I definitely... We definitely used to tell our friends we thought they were gay, to watch them spiral. Because once you sit a guy down, you're right. like, listen, man, we all think you're gay. And then he'd be like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I slay pussy. You watch. You watch. And then they couldn't get any pussy for like a month. Because right. they were so fucked up about everyone watching everything they did. Yeah. I I, I only had two guy friends and they were artists. Because I was an artist growing up. Like yeah. drawing and stuff. So I didn't really have much friends. So it was cool hanging out with girls though because they pretty much invited me to all their parties. You know, and I... Invited me to go out with them on weekends, so it was cool. It's like, how old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, fifteen. Really? That's pretty young. Yeah. How old was she? Enough. Fifteen, and she, she was, was. It was not her first time. The girl I was with. It never is. She was a slutty girl from a different school district because I just wanted to fuck a girl, and I don't know. I met her Condom? through a friend. I think she was like passed around from this group of friends I had. <laughs> I I distinctly my my mind was a nightmare, but the uh, um I told I told Allison Rosen about it the other day. It's a fucking nightmare, but uh, but I think the I think the then the next time the ne- first five times I got laid, they were all such disasters. But then like the sixth time was with this girl that I dated for like five years in college. Probably the sixth time I was a freshman in college and I fucking laid it down. I fucked for like a whole Pink Floyd side of an album. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is how it's done. And now I've reverted back to being fucking horrible again. <laughs> I've been getting better lately. Well, yeah, because you're fucking people you don't, that you're like, try, you're like, you're still single. When you're married, you just stop just caring. giving up. Yeah, yeah. You just, I'm not, not that you stop caring, but you just are like, you're like, look, I got like 15 minutes. The kids are going to fucking wake up. If I don't, there's nothing worse than starting to have sex. And then the kids wake up and you're like, fuck, we're done. And you can't finish. That is the worst feeling in the world. As kids wake up, just for the record, they're not in the room. I'm just saying, like something stops you from like from like having sex. Oh fuck that! 
It's the worst. Something really gross happened to me, and I've been really debating in my head if I should tell anybody about what happened because it's really nasty, and I should tell you this. Definitely. All right. I was really drunk. This is several years ago. I was really drunk once, and I was at this party, and this, this girl that I was with, she gave us ecstasy, so we were feeling ecstasy. So we hid, ran out of the party uh, and like hid behind this bush. And I, she, we start messing around. I start taking off her pants. I start licking her. I turn her around and try to lick her from behind. And because she was on ecstasy, I don't think she could feel what she was doing down there for a while. And right when I started eating it, it was just poop. <laughs> Are you serious? It, it, like I made, I, just think about making me throw up. And so, don't throw up. Don't throw up. <laughs> so I started wiping it around her because oh fine all right that's it that's it let me let us all finish the rest of the story in our heads oh you're gonna throw up so anyways ever, oh. ever since i could like have this ghost taste that i always taste or smell oh. from that day like it's it's it scarred me so much that, that would scar anybody yeah and she, but what was crazy though is that uh she, I think, realized it like like she could smell it because it was yeah. so like all over my face, and so she just starts licking my face off. Who is this girl? She starts kissing me. Look, oh, just some random girl from a while That'd back. Been great if you were like that girl was Eliza Schlesinger. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Eliza on TV. Down. I saw Eliza on TV the other day with that. She has a TV show. Uh, the one that I think it's over, but excused the dating thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were doing outtakes of her. It was fucking. She's fucking hilarious. She, she does that. She used to do that all day long. Like, I think they made like two hundred episodes what? in like a year. They they made one like every day. She was doing that thing like a fucking Apple worker. You know, just just all day long. She's hot, but if, I, but if, I think if I had to have sex with one female comic, who would you have sex with? If you had to have sex with one female Eliza's comic. up there. It was up there at first, but I think Eliza would just destroy me. Like, I don't know. I bet her pussy's like an ankle or something. Like um, an ankle? Yeah. I don't know, man. I've, that's a hard one. Jeanine Croflo. Oh, back in the day, yeah. No, I do it now. Really? I do it now. I was in love with her. I was in now. love with her. She let me down so bad. Like when I like in meeting her, I thought I thought for some reason because I liked her so much, I thought she just uh, automatically loved me. Like I thought we'd meet and it would be like perfect. And man, she had she was she literally like not she wasn't a bitch, but she just definitely was like I have like I remember trying to talk to her. I remember looking at her face as like, "Why are you doing this? Right. Like I have no nothing to talk to you about. I just saw your act and I was not impressed." And wow. like, she didn't say that, but that was right. the look on her face. Like, yeah, like very sweet, but then just walked away. And I brought her on stage, and she wouldn't like. I went to go shake her hand, and she was like, "I'm good." But well, you don't have enough vagina for her because now as an older man, I think that maybe she's, she's straight. Yeah, she's straight. She's always really? been straight. Who, yeah, you her ever and hear anybody her go, Sarah Janine? Yeah. No, you know they always dated like schlubby writers. Oh, really? Yeah, like her and Sarah always dated dudes who you'd see their boyfriends. You'd be like, "Holy shit, I could fuck her!" Right? Like, I that's what except for Sarah dated me that they're pointing to. Like, look at that guy. How is he with that? No, no, I don't know who Janine. I'm sure we can Google who Janine Groffalo is dating right. now. She's been dating him for like six years. Oh, really? Yeah. She was just talking about it. I heard her on uh, on Nikki Glazer's podcast. Nikki Glazer's up on the top of the list. Yeah, I think I fell in love with her. What was it? Reality Bites, maybe. No, that's Amy Schumer. 
Reality Bites. Oh, wait. Are you talking about... Oh, the old God. Never no, mind. Pretend I didn't say that. <laughs> no. Uh, Jan- how do you, I can't even I spell Janine. Janine. Yeah. I'm Janine. Garofalo. Garofalo. She's in Des Moines soon. Boyfriend. Boy... Friend. Well, now I just don't see it. I look at her and I'm like, this looks like every single girl that I'm running from here in L.A. I, let's see. Jenny Garofalo's boyfriend. Oh, it's Ben Stiller. No, it's not. No, that's what came up. Jenny Garofalo was married for 20 years to her old boy. She was accidentally married. Oh. oh, her boyfriend's kind of a stud. Yeah, that guy's not schlubby. That yeah, this guy's kind of a stud. Guy. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but I, let me just rephrase that. I saw Sarah's boyfriend before uh, before Jimmy Kimmel, and he was like a regular dude. Right. And I was like, oh, I could. I could. And now she did that guy, The Sulk. The other comic, right? The, no, Aaron, Aaron, The Sulk. I don't know his name. The Sulk is his Twitter handle. Oh. He's pretty cool. He's like a good-looking dude. So maybe my fucking theory's off. But I will just say that, that Jenny Garofalo is top of my list. That would be yours. I would probably say Sarah Silverman is on the top of my list. She's number two probably. Yeah. But I think I'm going for more like talent than like uh, – or like who I'd like to hang out with after sex. See, I think Sarah, she smokes a bunch of weed. She's funny. She's Jewish, so she's probably just an animal in it. That's true. I've never had sex with a Jewish chick. Jewish girls are just crazy. They just like to fuck. Usually, I don't know why. <laughs> really? Every girl, Jewish girl I've ever dated has just been crazy. Like, look, Lil, Lil Esther. You know, she wants. Is Lil Esther Jewish? Yeah. Have you, you fucked Lil Esther? I dated Lil Esther. Oh, really? Yeah, and she was like, dirty as they came. Really? Yeah, and that made it hot for me because I fell in love with her because I thought she looked like a little kid. We <laughs> just spit in my mouth. <laughs> Birds just went like that, and this little spit went right in my mouth. (laughs) Sorry. We're blood spit brothers now. (laughs) We should pierce our ears together. (laughs) So you dated little Esther? Yeah, I dated little Esther. I met her at a a comedy show, and she was dressed up as a schoolgirl because they were playing a video that she had made with Sam Tripoli called Little Esther. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'd pay money to watch Sam Tripoli fuck. Sam Tripoli fuck? Yeah. I bet he fucking lays it down. You probably see it pretty easy. Just go outside <laughs> of a comedy club and look at it and inside his car. I bet he fucks tens, too. He fucks around with the same chicks you fuck around with, right? Um, He definitely... Well, he has a girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah. He has a girlfriend he lives with, a very serious girlfriend. So I don't think he really fucks around that much yeah. anymore. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, bet he I, I know he slays it. Yeah, because right? he does hang out with all the porn girls. And are parties. you hanging out? Are you still with your chick? I'm, I'm trying dating right now. Like the problem with with what I'm doing right now is that I, I just I'm so busy that I feel like even if I'm in a relationship, I'm not going to be able to be there half the time. So I'm trying to just date. I'm just trying to be like, hey, you know, want to go out to dinner with? Then now somebody else will be like, hey, you want to go out tonight? Yeah. Which I find is impossible. I can't. I don't know how people date. Just date. Not like. I, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I had to do a Jack Tripper thing recently where. where You brought two girls to one juggling. restaurant? <laughs> no. Kind of. And like today. Like today's Valentine's Day. Oh. Like I was seriously like thinking like i'm just gonna have to start being sick on tuesday i'm just gonna start because i don't know what i'm supposed to do tonight because there's like a few girls that i'm been hanging out with that they're all gonna be like all right are we going out tonight yeah you gotta be sick yeah right yeah either that or take them all out together and be like guys this is when i when i when i let you know that my valentine's present that i want is to fuck all you guys together well, I just got out of that, so I, I had a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, and then you guys had that that 
that uh we got a, like a girlfriend another girl what happened with that that doesn't doesn't work don't have you, tra- get, have you ever talked about it no that's hard to yeah i don't know i guess i can talk about it i had, yeah. a, I had a girlfriend and uh she, she was bisexual and uh we were like we should you know get another girlfriend and <laughs> kind I of s- like a like whatever a fucking what's those people called like that tv show that's on showtime like a sister wife yeah, yeah, like, like, uh, like, yeah, like you guys are Mormons, but you, but you guys, you guys are Mormon sweet ecstasy, right, <laughs> right. And then that girl started liking me too much. And really, it just broke everything. It was not. I, I knew that's. I knew it wasn't going to work. It was just kind of interesting that it was happening. And yeah, was, I don't know. I don't know how you could make that work. No, that's impossible. Have, have you, how many threesomes have you been in? Uh, f- four. Four. Yeah, my first one was in high school. You had a threesome in high school? Yeah. I, I, two dudes? It, it was two guys, but one on each side. And But no, it was, <laughs> it was my girlfriend and our boss. And we were both maybe 17, 18, and our boss was a girl who was like 25 or something like that. And you at the movie theater? Yeah, and she's now a cop. And so, uh, so yeah, she just graduated college to go to school for cop, to be a cop, I guess. And uh, so they had a party the weekend before, and so she, at her mom's house, and she lived with her mom, this this girl, and she goes, you know, I have a half a keg at my mom's house to me and the girls. Like, you want to go over after work and us three just get drunk? So we get drunk and we're getting drunk, getting wasted. I go upstairs to go to the bathroom. We're in the basement. Uh, I come back downstairs. They're undressing themselves, each other, and they're like, Brian, you want to join in? And I'm like, okay. Next thing I know. I'm fucking this other girl, the, our boss. The, my girlfriend's sitting on my face. We just have the first time I ever did anal. Really? Started with her boss. I remember thinking like, oh, it feels just like a pussy. But it, I remember going right in. Like, it was just like, holy this shit. This is way too easy. Yeah, way too <laughs> easy. Have you been, have no you been walking oil. around with a butt plug all day? Yeah, there was no oil either. I remember there, we didn't have oils. We didn't know what that was. Yeah. And so it, was, it went right in. And then that totally killed our relationship after that. Thing. Yeah. Three yeah. Relationships never last with a threesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. I definitely don't ever recommend having a threesome with so, somebody you love. So then the other ones were all just kind of random? Uh, the other ones when I was uh, a hippie and that there was these two girls that were just crazy hippies and I fucked both of them, got crabs. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had crabs? It's no. The worst. It was a little cone. I don't think shampoo. I have. Would you know if you've had crabs? Yeah, because it's really itchy. And then like you'll look down and you'll see like a dot move on your dick. And you're yeah, like, I've never that? had crabs. It's the worst. And what's funny is when I got it, uh, I found out my friend fucked them too because he got it like a week later. I'm like, oh, you fucked you fucked one of the girls, didn't you? Wait, how did how do you do, where do, does where do crabs start? And can you get them in a hotel room? Jerry Garcia started it. I have no idea. I because I only have heard of it through the, like hippies. Like I've never really? you never hear people in L. A. Like I just got crabs. You know you don't yeah hear you don't that. hear it. crabs is like a big thing in college. Right. Like I remember my roommates got crabs. And I remember one of them said – one of them got it and then spent the night in the other dude's bed and then that guy got crabs by sleeping yeah. in that bed. It goes – it spreads like crazy because, like, I, I knew five people that had it when I had it. Really? And I thought either they slept – all slept, which could have totally been possible. All of them slept with one of the same girls or it just spread like wildfire because we all, like, fucking hung out every day. And, really? You know. But, yeah, that, that was the grossest thing. I, that's one of the grossest things, seeing tons of – Little dots on your dick. Uh, yeah, that would be. Are you going to so, throw up again? No, I'm just, uh, I drank a lot last night and I just woke up and I'm just like, 
Yeah. You texted me. You're like, can we do 1030? And I was like, sure. And then 1030 rolls around. I go, I guess we're sticking with 11. You're like, I'm running late. Yeah. I went to bed at 6. And I I snoozed at 10 and then 10.15. I did the 10.15 snooze. Yeah. And then then I'm like, wait, why am I snoozing at 10.15? I meant to get – I hate that. No. Mine just does not work when you're snoozing. Oh, no. I was uh, – I got I got pretty drunk last night on the plane and then came home and got on the treadmill and walked three miles. How can you do that? I have no idea. It just turned a corner for me. For some reason, now I can work out when I'm drinking. And it just – it stinks too because I go, well, it's not a problem. If I want to work out, I can drink in the afternoon and just go work out that night. Like, yeah. But not like – but like – like yesterday, definitely. I have to get to ten thousand steps every day. That's my like OCD. Thousand steps. What's that? I don't know. Isn't that a song? What song? No, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of rent. Yeah. Uh, Nine hundred. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Oh, you you have the Fitbit, right? Yeah. Um, this guy showed us in West Palm Beach. He had one of those Nike the tool uh, watches. Yeah, those things are great, but they um. The Fitbit's coming out with one, and uh, so I ordered the one from Fitbit. Yeah, that and I don't want to wear a fucking big black bracelet that doesn't look cool. You know, right? Like I don't want to wear like jewelry. Joe got it. He's Joe got the fit the fuel the, the Nike little bracelet. Really, when the clock comes on. He he bought it down in West Palm. Yeah, he ordered it on Amazon because he liked it so much. Like the guy was like, and Joe's like, I need it. I must have it, and just opens his phone. He's like, bye, bye, bye. Fuck. That's fucking crazy. Now wait, um, there's there are some questions I do want to ask you. I know you got to get out of here. What time do you need to leave? By? Uh, latest I should leave is twelve fifteen. Okay, well we'll, 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 we'll yeah. talk for a little bit more. The um, um, what is the future of podcasting? Um, video podcasting. How how hard is how far away are we from making that accessible? And how do I do it? Video podcasting is easy. You just need bandwidth. And a camera. What do you mean, bandwidth? Like, like internet? Internet. You have, yeah. you have to see the problem we have right now. We just opened that uh, podcasting studio with Joe in Woodland, you know, over there. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't have good internet. He has DSL internet, and so the video quality has to be turned down so low just so we can broadcast. Yeah. And it sucks. So he's trying to get internet installed. They have to run lines to that office, and it's going to take like another month, but. Uh, that's the only important part is you have to have fast internet. Really? And other than that, you, I mean, you could use your laptop's camera. That's how we started off. You know, me and Joe just started off with our laptop in front of us. I got to do – I want to start doing live uh, – like I, what I was going to do was set up cameras mm-hmm. and then fucking some – just put in some GoPros everywhere and then edit it, have a, a edit it and That's put it up. That's the part that will kill you though. Really? The editing part. Yeah, that I'm fucking – It's our video plus you're going to be – sitting there forever doing that yeah you do you just edit live while you're doing it yeah i just like line edits yeah i do do live to tape i guess what they would call it i just film it live multiple cameras and it goes out live and then i just take it and throw it on vimeo now the secret shows that i do at the comedy store uh i do on video and then i just throw it up so you could do it if you but i would make it really basic maybe a two camera shoot yeah nothing really extensive Yeah. What uh? How much? Uh, how much money do you think the biggest podcast out there? How much money do you think they're making? Well, I'd probably say the biggest is probably Corolla's Empire. How much money do you think Corolla makes? He has to be making a lot of money because he has a full staff of like tons of people. Yeah, he's got so much going on. Have you ever been over there? I went over to his house uh, just the other day. We had a meeting. Um, all the top podcast gods had a what? meeting regarding some stuff that's going down. Oh, that thing. Yeah. 
Shut the fuck so up! It was like the meeting of the podcast. They had like, lines. are you serious? Yeah. What was that like? It was like. Can you talk about Star it at all? Wars. Yeah, I can kind of talk about it. I think, Who was there? Uh, Marin. Mark Mark Marin is the one that threw it all together. That guy. Shut the fuck up! You know, I I like I've always liked Mark because uh, I like to stand up. Back in the day, he used to always be on Conan. I used to. That's when I. Yeah. But uh, Mark really came together. Because uh, Adam Carolla is getting sued and all this other stuff, and and so like all the podcasters just kind of wanted to meet and just make sure we all were on the same page, you know, just so we it won't happen to us or what we should do to help Adam and stuff like that. Um, and so Mark actually threw it to get put it together. Like he just st- stood up and was just like, I'm just going to group everyone and try to. So he's been really weird, cool about it. But it was like a you know people from Earwolf. It was uh, you know. Fake mustache studios, you know, uh, were there. Uh, all those people, you know. So it was, it was cool meeting Adam and all that. And Adam had like his house is so fucking amazing. Really? Like, like we went to this room next to his pool, and it was a bar. It was like a man, his, his version of man cave. Pool, pool, pool table. You know, old old uh, payphones that worked inside of it. It looked like a bar. You, really? You will fucking blow shit out of your ass when you see it it's your it'll be your dream place he built the whole thing though himself himself god damn it i'm so far from being a man and and he built windows into the back of his bar that goes through the whole entire length of the place windows so you can see inside the pool so when you're swimming you can look into the bar through these windows so everyone meets that and that's all over that effg thing yeah it's basic patent trolls where some guys like says i own podcasts you all bow to me you know some guy's pretty much saying he created the rss feed right no he created podcasting and uh it's based on an old troll or old patent what's a troll you mean troll like the kind of guys that hunt you on the internet the gay guys no no a patent troll is when somebody buys a an you know old uh patent on some kind of technology and then they kind of build off of it like no this means i created podcasting and it's very vague patents and then they go to courts and go hey see this vague patent that's because we created fucking videos uh, on the internet, and so you owe us money. And so they sue all these companies and try to try to get money out of people. They try to squeeze money out of people, and like, so that they will settle out of court and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like a whole job now is just patent trolling. And so you know that's what's going on right now with podcasts is that this company is patent trolling pretty much. And and uh, what they want is they want the advertising money. It's unclear what they want right now because it's at the beginning of it. But what it seems like is that they almost want to license the ability to use podcasts to people. So like, like, hey, you have a podcast. Well, you need to give us $20 a year. And I doubt it's going to be $20 a year. But that's what it seems like they're going to do. Yeah. And it, this is just based on guessing. This is – there's no – like this is just what everyone get, is guessing. Yeah. So, that's crazy. Was it? Was, yeah. it, was it fun? It wasn't fun. It was really interesting to meet a lot of the guys. You know, uh, I knew had no, I knew some of the people. Greg Fitzsimmons was there, you yeah. know, and, and stuff like that. But it was just cool to see us all coming together, though. That was so yeah. fucking badass. You guys should have podcasted it. I know we should have podcasted. Fuck. It. it was weird when I was sitting there. I was like, Why are we not podcasting this? Yeah, it there was that's... like fifty people. That or not fifty. There was like twenty people. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Did you and did, and after the end of the meeting, do you guys geek out and talk about? I uh, 
we all just kind of it was weird. Like when it was over, Adam just kind of stood up and just walked out, and then everyone just kind of like slowly just walked out. Like, so like I guess we need to leave his house now. Yeah, it was like Emperor Adam has left. You know, <laughs> but uh, it. I didn't really stick around after, but everyone seemed like they were sticking around, like talking in the parking lot. I had to go to another podcast, so <laughs> it, it was just nonstop. Who are you podcasting with today? Uh, Kevin Pereira. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's we do a a tech show with him. And really, he's fucking. He he was one of the first guys to ever podcast, and that's what's weird is with this patent troll. This patent said this guy created podcasting in like 1996. And so if anything ever happens in the future, you know, it's kind of like we, you find somebody that's done it before, you know. Kevin Pereira used to have a radio show on the internet back in the 80s. That, How old is Kevin Pereira? Uh, he's younger than me, but he was only 14 or something like that in, the, in like the late 80s or something. And he had a, uh, a radio show called Pointless Audio. And he used to do podcasting back way before we even thought about it. He he must he – mu- he was on that uh, Attack of the Show for what, like seven years? years? Yeah, some, seven, ten years. I mean he's got to have a fucking ass load of cash just sitting on it. I would think so. Yeah. He acts like it. You know, he, like, he doesn't act like it? No, he does act like it. He drives nice cars. He He's always like, I want to invest in this. I, you know, like, God. <laughs> I wish I just, I wish that I've been, I guess, oh, I'm pissing and moaning. I've been on TV for, like, for a while. But, yeah, right? But yeah, but but I pissed all the money away. I'm <laughs> I spent, so they were talking about, like, the other day, they were like, not pissed at all, but, you know, they were talking about, like, the... I something like seventy five percent of America's Americans live paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. and like twenty five percent live uh, live beyond their means. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I definitely, I think I definitely live. I, I wouldn't say paycheck to paycheck, but real close to it. Yeah, three years ago, I was living paycheck to paycheck. I would definitely go over every every other week. I would yeah. say where where I was always negative. I was always paying. You know the uh, overdraft fees. I was, I mean, I, I've never been good with money. I've never been good with money, and I actually don't even, I don't even know anything about my money. Like if Leanne dies, God forbid, mm-hmm. Leanne dies, right. I'm fucking screwed. I don't know where our bank accounts. I don't have passwords. I don't even. She, you know what I saw her doing the other day? I swear to God, she was taking a picture of a check on her phone to deposit it. Yeah, that's just you can awesome. do that shit. Yeah, I, I'm so far. I've only cashed one check in my. In my adult life. Are you serious? <laughs> I've only cashed one check in my adult life. Because when I first started in the business, I like – like when I was 26, I moved up to New York. I worked at Barnes & Noble. I'm sure I cashed those checks. I'm sure I had a bank account. Right. I don't remember it. But I mean I'm sure I had a – worked at Barnes & Noble. I had those checks. And then I started working the comedy clubs and you get paid cash. And then like in New York, you just get paid cash or you get paid by – they let you eat. And so um, – and then – my first deal was like a big development deal and as soon as it happened and you don't get paid out of this for like a year and I got an uh, a, an investment planner, a, p- a financial planner. And so I remember the first TV show I was on, I had a f- I, I've been getting paid. I've been getting paid for like four weeks or like six weeks and I get this financial planner and he, we sit down and we have a meeting in LA and he, we talk. His name was Dean Michaels. Really great guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like so – when you start getting checks, I go, start getting checks. I opened up my backpack and gave him seven checks. I was like, here you go. He was like, wait, you've just been sitting on these? And I was like, yeah, I don't have a bank account. Like, I don't know what to do with it. Oh, my 
and he was God. like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow. I mean, the first time I've cashed a check that I, as an adult that I know of is I was in New York and I hadn't gotten paid for season one of Birth Conquer. I hadn't gotten paid for like seven episodes. And I uh, and I got the – I was in New York and I got the check. They, they were like, it is a huge oversight. We're really sorry. And they gave me the check and Leanne was like – Leanne's like, we need to deposit that today. And I was like, great, I will mail it to you. She goes, no, go deposit it. And I was like, I have no fucking idea how to do it. I've never had to do it. And she was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Because if I get a check from the road, I bring it home, give it to her. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, I'm in that same situation, except I don't have a Leanne. I have a cat, and that's about (laughs) it. But, like, I suck so bad at that, like, taxes. Like, I'm like, oh. I've never even, I don't even know anything about taxes. I don't know nothing. I'm the le- the furthest from being an adult that you could possibly be. Too. And I, but in a, in a weird way, I got, you know, I, I, for a while I was like, I really reveled in that. I thought that was so cool that I've never cashed a check. And now I think it's pretty pathetic that I go, that I go, yeah. wow, I don't know. I don't, wouldn't know how to sustain a family. If she passed, you need to take care of. Them. I need to. Yeah, that's one of the things we just kind of have been talking about. Was uh, me because I started taking a picture of a check. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's like depositing it, and I was like, you can't, "Babe, you can't do that." And she was like, "You've been out of the game for a while." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that recently. I don't understand how that's even possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't they need it to make sure that you're not just like writing a million dollars on checks? How the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, what the? That's insane. So, yeah, so you go do Kevin Pereira's today? Uh, yeah, I have to go do Kevin Pereira's. Um, and then I think I'm supposed to have something else. Oh, no, no. It's just Valentine's Day. I got to figure out how to do that. Ugh. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Do you uh, still, buy guys an, still go out? Buy an Isla earrings. Oh. <laughs> we got to buy Isla earrings because that one earring <laughs> fucking in disappeared there. in her ear. So I told her I'd buy her hoops. Uh, I'm going to buy the girls. Georgia one. I'm going to buy Georgia necklace. I'm going to buy Isla earrings. And I'm going to get Leanne something. And then I think the four of us are going out. Because, you know, Valentine's Day is kind of pointless when you're when, when, you're when you got kids. Because your daughter's like... It's not pointless to your wife, though. You uh, know? Yeah. I mean, she's a strong lady. Does a lot. Oh, of shut the fuck to, up. Shut the take fuck up. Somewhere <laughs> nice like the yeah. Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh... So, uh... Oh, by the way... I, have you ever seen my interaction with White Castle on Twitter? Yeah, what is that about? All right, I met the guy in Florida. He lives in Florida. This guy comes up to me and goes, so I work at a marketing company. I run all these accounts. And he pulls out this phone, and he's just like, oh, look, I, I, could, I could tweet right now as the founder of Papa John's. You want me to say hi to you? And I'm like, no. No, I don't. Yeah. And he just – that's a job where he sits there, has 11 different tweets. Like he was like White Castle uh, – Papa John's and all these other companies, and he just sits there and has to tweet things. Like, are you serious? Yeah, as them though. Like, I, know, I know the girl that at Travel Channel who does that. Yeah, and it's so funny because I see like her tweets, and I know her. Per, I know her personally, so it's like so interesting to see the way she views. Like, it's it's so interesting the way a company views their their brand. Right. You know, like the like I like the new thing she's doing is like. Uh, it's almost like a, a relief from wherever you are at work. I'm going to tweet you a beautiful place. You could go here, click it, and it's a fucking. It's a great idea. And I wanted to. I meant to email her and tell her. Tell her but it was, uh, the uh, I was at. I was in West Palm, like um, maybe maybe a year ago, and I'm with the girls. I bring the girls down. I do the comedy club down there, and this dude comes up and he's like Bert, and I go yeah, and he goes that TV in your man cave. We gave you that for free. And I was like, what? And he goes, this one right there. He goes, the one with the map. He goes, that's my company. I went, really? And he goes, I, I've always wondered if I was ever going to run into you. 
I was like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, this wow. this TV, watch this. Yeah, this is so badass. Hang on. Let's mess. see. So that's activities. actually a guy that makes these for people's houses? Yeah. Wow. He, like, here, wait, I'll show you. This is the fucking coolest thing. Everyone always, Allison Rosa came over and she's like, so this is the man cave. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So, uh, she's a little cutie. She's Allison awesome. Thing. She's, I've, Oh, now I just turned on the fucking TVs, and now the, everything's coming on. But watch. So the map. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. The audio listeners, the map is coming down like Scooby-Doo style. That's yeah. covering the TV. It's on the, it's on the DL. So if this, God forbid, this place ever does get broken into, they'll probably not notice that that's a TV unless it's on. You know, my on. mom just got robbed. Her whole on, her, her whole house. Are you serious? Yeah. And she lives I, in a nice, nice neighborhood in Ohio. Have you ever been robbed before? Not my house. I think that would really f- fuck me up. In college, me and this dude Harley lived with this dude Cheese. Cheese was like, we fucking tortured Cheese. Like, I mean, bad. This poor guy got it fucking in, from every angle. From Hartley, this definitely was was awful. One time, we greased up his ba- brakes on his mountain bike and went mountain biking with him, and we almost killed him. Wow. Like, yeah, it was. It, it, it was. It was. He was. We were all good friends. We had all gone to high school together. Hartley and I both had dogs. Cheese hated our fucking dogs. Hated our fucking dogs. And so if Hartley and I ever left, Cheese would fucking throw our dogs in our bedrooms. And we were like, don't do that. Let them roam the house. He's like, fuck it. I don't want to deal with your goddamn dogs. So one day we come home and we've been robbed. The whole place has been robbed. But Cheese had taken our dogs and put them in our bedrooms. So Hartley and I didn't get robbed at all. Cheese got everything oh, fucking stolen. Hilarious. They stole everything out of his rooms because they went to our rooms and our dogs were like, fuck that. Right. And if he had just let them be around, they would have never broken into our house. Right. So, yeah, they they stole everything from Cheese. Yeah. It's, poor guy. It's, it's creepy because, like, my mom, you know, you get to – you're an old lady, older lady. You don't really have much. You, the things that are important to you is like, oh, you have your mom's wedding ring, you know, yeah. and, and stuff like that. They took all that. And it was just so, it was so sad. They they took my old wedding ring and they, they took like, – you Your wedding ring? I got engaged when I moved out here. Really? Because I moved out here with my girlfriend of eight years. Really? Yeah. And then uh, she gave me the, hey, look, you, you need to ask me to marry you or I'm out of here, you know, type You're thing. Like, I it's think I'll eight years. have threesomes with porn stars and stuff. Well, no, I said, okay, I guess I'll get married. And I spent all this time and money, saving up money. And, and I got her a ring. And then a month later, she was like, you know what? I just don't feel it. I thought there would be some weird spark when you finally did it, but you just don't want to get married. And yeah, really. And, and it was funny is because I asked her to marry her because I wanted to shock her. I wanted to surprise her. So you always see on TV, like people are like, you know, like you're sitting there and you pull out a ring out of a cake or something. So I was like, I wanted, so she doesn't see it coming at all. So I'm just like, uh, Hey, let's go to PF Chang's. Yeah. And so when we're getting out of the car at PF Chang's, I'm like, Hey, do you want some gum? And she's like, no, and I'm like, no, you want some gum? She goes, no, I don't. And I'm like, no, you want some gum? And I pull out her ring at PF Chang's in the parking lot of PF. She's like, I don't want the fucking and hits it and flies out of your hand. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I'm always terrified of any type of robbery, any type of home invasion. That's why I got the fucking dog. Yeah. Cause that dog yeah, is fucking huge fucking dog. The dog is scary as shit. It's the same dog Joe has. Yeah. 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 That's the reason I fucking got it. I remember going to Joe's first time I went there, and I was like, I was like, I've, I completely, by the way, that first time I did the podcast, I completely geeked out because I've been listening to the podcast, and I was like, I remember he showed me, he's like, man, it's nice to meet you, and I was like, it's nice meeting you, and he's like, well, you know, we're waiting for uh, Red Band, he'll be here in a second. I was like, cool. Uh, do you mind if I get a tour? He was like, what? 
I go, I kind of want to see the deprivation tank. I want to see your dogs. Like, I've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know, now that I know Joe, I can only imagine that he was like, ah, oh, this is going to be fucking horrible. Oh. So he took me and showed me the dogs. And I was like, I go and get one of those. And he was like, he was like, oh, they're great. They're fucking great. And then I almost got that Argentinian Mastiff. Thank God I didn't. That was the one that bit the newscaster lady in the face. Oh, I almost shit. bought one of those. Oh, shit. Fucking, yeah, but. This dog's fucking... This is a baby. You can hear her fucking losing her mind right now. She right. She will scare the living shit. There were some kids looking over our fence the other day, and she just went up and just went for them. That's like, awesome. yeah, there's like skateboard kids, and they just were looking over. She just... And they were like, get them! Run! Run! That's hilarious. So, yeah, and then and we have a gun. So Oh, nice. Yeah. So I just ratted us out as people that own firearms. It's my wife. She's a redneck. Georgia, Georgia asked us about guns last night, and I, I had to be like, yeah, we have a gun. She was like, they're bad. And I was like, yeah, well, your mom's a redneck. What right. can I say? It's fucking, I don't know. Yeah, I need to get a gun. and just. I want to get a shotgun. After going skeet shooting, I want to get a fucking shotgun. shotgun? I, dude, I was so good at fucking skeet shooting. I guess... For skeet shooting, that's all you want. If I had say, what do you so much fucking fun skeet shooting, right? Or trap shooting. Skeets when they're two. I want to do that. I had so much fucking fun, and it's like, it's literally like twenty minutes from here, ten minutes from here. Wow. I, and I would, I had so much fun. I would love to get a fucking shotgun. Is it over the ocean or no? No, it's it's just right out in like like right up the five, like uh, it's it's real fucking close. But I had a fucking blast shooting trap. I love shooting guns, period. I, I, man, we've done a segment on Trip Flip twice where we shot, like, um, high-powered machine guns in Vegas, the yeah, machine gun Vegas, and Vegas. we've never been able to put it in because some fucking asshole fucking shoots up a town. And, 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 and right. but the, I'll tell you what, once, once you shoot those guns, the, I'm not, I don't have a stance on guns at all. I don't have, like, I don't, one way or the other. I don't want people to die. That's my one thing. So whatever it can help not do that, then I'm for. Right. Once you just shoot a machine gun, you're like, that's ridiculous that's so amount awesome. of power. Yeah. It's a ridiculous amount of power. We shot a, a machine gun that is the most pimp-ass machine gun they have. It shoots shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. So you're just going, bah, 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 Yeah, I went to that same place in Vegas with Rogan. And they Did just, you? They, yeah, they just hooked us up. We're fucking shooting everything. Oh. It was it was so amazing. Those guns. I mean, it's it's a cool thing to do, but you realize the amount of power. You're like, this is fucking scary. It is that scary. that gun exists. Yeah, it's I, really scary. I fucking yeah. I had a good time every time I've gone there. I think we went to Machine Gun Vegas, but I had a great time. It'll never make the show. Anything firearms is now totally off limits on the show. But uh, but yeah, that sucks. Do you guys do, do they release your shows on DVD after? No. no. Birth Conqueror just got started airing in England. Oh, that's cool. And so I'm fucking hoping by some like stroke of David Hasselhoffness that I get really big in fucking the places it's been released. Oh, so yeah. I can do a tour and just go in. They're like, oh, that's that roller coaster guy. No. Oh, look at him. He screams like a little girl. Keep calm, son. Keep calm, son. I hate those shirts so much. The keep calm, carry on shirts that everyone's wearing. What about keep calm, chive on? Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's... Cool. the chive guy. I see that everywhere. Yeah, I see the chive shirts. Fucking, I just had him on my podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Mac right. Faulkner. He was fucking great. Yeah, How yeah. Kill him. Uh, we just got it through the fucking machine story. Technically, cool. machine story went out. He they posted on the chive. I saw it, and you know the rest is. And then he like tweeted me, and I tweeted back, and then I was like, oh fucking. Now we're gonna go down there and do a a uh, like via the hangover um, a photo shoot of us partying. So we'll just party and just take off and have a wild fucking night, and they'll video they'll t- shoot it all. 
We just had on Pointless, uh, who I would think that you'd be best friends with, is the Epic Mealtime guys. Harley. Yeah. Harley Mornstein. Yeah. Uh, I did a shoot with him. He's a uh, cool guy. He's really fucking I would, cool. I wish I had got to hang out with him more. But He was I, – I did a shoot with him. Me, him. Um, who's the dude who – Brian Posehn. Mm-hmm. Oh, another and, cool guy. Uh, and someone else I forget. But I said to him – I was like, hey, man. I said I really like Epic Mealtime or whatever. And he was like, eh. He goes, he's Canadian. And I was like, I'm doing an Ian Bag impression right now. He's like, eh, I know what you're talking about. And so I go, I said, I, he said, what, what do you have, like a show on something? I said, I have a show on the Travel Channel called Birth the Conqueror. He goes, ah, I'll call my mom and have her PBR it. And I went, oh, okay. And I didn't know if he was fucking with me or if that, and that's just the way he talks. Yeah. He's, I, he's the reason I drink Jack Daniels. Yeah. J- Jack Daniels. Jack Dan- I just got on Jack Daniels' tear about... Six months ago, and I have not stopped. I Every fucking day. love Jack Daniels. Every day, but I've and then sauce, I, bacon and bacon and bacon. That that epic mealtime is fucking great. great. JP Anderson, I think they did a pilot. They tried to make a pilot. I don't know if it went anywhere, but I fucking I got I get obsessed with that. All right. On that note, I will let you go. I oh, know no, you have no, a busy, no, no, no. I know you have a busy day, and it's twelve oh seven. So. uh but I appreciate you coming over, man. Thank you hey, very much. Thank you for coming. And I'm so glad you're finally doing this, man. I know. A, are you having fun with it? Are you uh, enjoying it's it? It's stressful. It, it is? is? Yeah, it's stressful because I like I like the bigger group ones. Right. So right now, like so right now I'm trying to get together like bigger groups, but I need to have people on first so they feel comfortable to come do it. So I don't want people to just come in. Like Joey, I can have Joey come on anytime. Joey's fucking great. Right. But uh but like I need to have like I kinda wanna just have a little get togethers. Yeah, like, have hey, a little get together. Like, have some a, beer and yeah, so I think the next one we're doing, and so right now I'm just backlogging a bunch of them so that I can post them while I'm on the road because I take off for like Puerto Rico next week. Yeah, I'm lucky. I mean, do you get tired of it? I don't, and now I'm getting addicted to it. Now I'm like, I'm like, fuck, like when's my next trip, you know? Like, because we've been going to the fucking greatest places. Jamaica is maybe my favorite country I've ever fucking Jamaica's? been to. Jamaica is so fucking amazing. Spent a week in Jamaica, a week in Key West, and a week on South Beach. And it's just like, it's like I get addicted. Now I'm like, fucking can't wait for Puerto Rico. We're doing this big RV trip. I just, it, I, there's so much shit. And it's like, I love it. And, I'm, and, I, and I want them to pick up Trip Flip quicker so we can keep shooting or whatever the next show I'm doing. You know, I did a few pilots for tri- travel. So we'll see whatever the next show is. Both fucking hardcore drinking shows, which are fucking, which would be a blast. Do you get stomach acid from drinking too much? I don't, you know, I don't, I actually don't drink as much as it looks like I drink. Right. Like I actually kind of usually stop drinking. Like I, I, I'm one of those people that it looks like I always am drinking, but I always have a beer in my hand. Right. But yeah, I don't, and I don't get hungover either. So you don't get hungover. I don't get hungover at all. Oh my god! I never get hungover. How's that possible? Um, I don't know. I when I was a kid, I remember the first time I got drunk. I, I had to go to the mall the next day with my mom, and they knew I had drank. Like they, found, they caught Smelled us. It. Yeah. They caught us. Uh, we had put all the beers in the back of Alan Rieger's backyard. And his mom found him and then told our parents. And my mom's like, well, I'll make him pay for this. I'll get him up, crack a dawn, and make him go to the mall with me. I remember being in the mall being like, I feel better. Because something happened with my blood sugar where I almost feel better. I feel like quicker and – Right. Like so I don't really get hungover. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, – so, yeah, Well, I'm doing? happy you're doing podcasts. I, thank you. You're the fucking – you're one of the main reasons I do a podcast. So I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you so much. Do you want to promote anything? I have no idea when this is going to air. Uh, no, just go to DeathSquad.tv. DeathSquad.tv. Get your shirts. I'm wearing my Burt shirt. Are you really? 
Oh. I need to get more shirts, Bert. I know. I got to start making more shirts. All right, Brian, thank you so much, brother. Yeah. Thank you. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.